Johnny Cage, Kenobu, Kang, Raiden, Scorpion, Sonya, Blade, Sub-Zero, Goro, Shang, Zora, Tabaraka, J-Jack, Kintaro, Kitana, Kung Lao, Merlini, Nanook, Sebat, Stout, Shao Kahn, Fung, Chameleon, Cyrax, Earth, Makabo, Motaro, Nightwolf, Insector, Sheep, The Sindel, Striker, Fu, Jin, Quanshi, Shinnok, Serena, Jerick, Kaimi, Reiko, Tanya, Tremor, Blade, Doraicho, Dramin, Fosu's now, Tenkenshi, Mavado, Mocap, Moloch, Katara, Ashra, Dairo, Darius, Havoc, Hotaru, Kira, Cobra, Onaga, Shijinko, Gigante, Vondavora, Cassie, Cage, Aaron, Black, Ferrator, Jackie, Briggs, Kotokan, Kongjin, Takeda, Tribe, Dwarf, Cetrion, Scarlet, Gareth, Collector, Chronica, Welcome to Mortal Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Meckler, and this is the show where I walk my friends through the entirety of Mortal Kombat lore from the perspective of a single character. Today, I have possibly the most special episode of all time with some of the most special people I know. Ladies and gentlemen, on today's episode, I have uh, the writing staff of the upcoming Kung Fu Panda colon The Dragon Knight premiering July 14th on Netflix. I uh, am lucky enough to have written on the show myself and served as a co-executive producer alongside my writing partner, Chris Amick. We have Chris Amick, ladies and gentlemen, returning to the show. Hey, everybody. Great to be here. Can't wait to talk about Mortal Kombat. That's what we're doing, so that's good to hear. Um, <laughs> we've also got uh, some of the wonderful staff writers of the show. We've got Jasmine Chong. Oh, hello. How's it going? We've got Ellie Guzman. Hi. We've got Shane Lynch. What's happening? And I mean, hi. <laughs> and we've got Nia Barbie. Hello. Uh, so we got a stacked uh, selection of guests for you here today on the show. And I'm pretty sure things are going to go off the rails because this is far too many people. Um, but you know what? We're, we're going to have fun. Also, I found out today I've got access to two different sound effects. <laughs> And we'll be using them liberally throughout the show. Um, also, earlier, while playing around with this, I accidentally set the ballpark sound to infinite mode. So we'll see if I accidentally do that again. Um, so, <laughs> friends, it's wonderful to see you. How's everybody doing? Peachy. I'm talking to the, yeah, who's going the first? on the show. Sorry, oh, yeah. so good. Just jump in. Know, just okay. jump in. This isn't a Zoom. You're not going to be able to uh, wait for the other person to take their turn to talk. <laughs> I'm hey, I'm great. doing great. Thank you for asking. I'm just excited to be back here on, on Mortal Podcast. Oh, the other man's doing great? Yeah. Did nothing happen the past two weeks <laughs> no, that would have good. affected you, Chris? <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, like, everything's looking really good for me. Everything's great. Um, my prospects for my life here in America, looking pretty solid. How about, <laughs> why? How about you? um as a woman of color mm -hmm. <laughs> that's all i got that's it that's it that's the end. somebody else cut me off <laughs> um it is really wonderful to see everybody again i don't think we've all been in the same place uh since I don't know, like probably the last week of, of Kung Fu. I guess we just saw each other at a screening, right? We just saw each other at a, or most of us were able to be present for the screening of the season finale. Um, what did everyone think, good or bad? I wasn't there, actually, if I'm being honest. I didn't get to the screening. <laughs> I know that Nia just ejector seated out of the bit. Like it's 
Nia got the invite and was like, no thanks. I don't like to lie. Sorry. I'm sorry I even started. I can, I can. Jasmine, what did you think? Um, Were you there? I was there, uh, but I am biased. So as as I did work on this show. So I'll give it an A++. Wow, it sounds like there's a lot to look forward to, folks. Everyone better get on uh, the application Netflix or the website, netflix.com. <laughs> also available on television. Now, Ben, I think a lot of people are probably wondering, is this a follow-up to Stranger Things? Yes. Great. <laughs> I'm glad that's clarified but in Kung Fu Panda canon. We're finally yeah. doing the crossover that everybody's been asking for if us you, to do. If you don't watch Kung Fu Panda, colon, The Dragon Knight, then you're not going to understand jack shit in Stranger Things Season 5. So... You're probably going to want to check it out if you're one of this 164 million people or whatever that watched Stranger Things season four. Jesus. Um, we also I'm pretty really sure our first season's about as long as like the last episode of season four of <laughs> Stranger Things. So <laughs> We use running up that hill in every episode. So yeah. if you yes. enjoy... And everybody was crying while it played. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you enjoy the song, if that was your favorite part of the Stranger Things season, you're in for a treat. Yeah, this is probably the only way you can hear it um anymore once the show premieres they're actually taking it off every streaming platform so if you're like addicted to listening to running up that hill um you got one option come july 14th and that's to watch kung fu panda the dragon knight only on netflix on july 14th so uh i've gathered you all here today to talk about a little video game i like to call mortal Kombat. Um, and the first thing I would like to ask you is what's everyone's history with Mortal Kombat? Chris, we've covered this on the show before with you as you have appeared actually more than once. You had your own episode in which we talked about, uh, does that, is that a name of somebody? It's not. Uh, it was, it was Kintaro. It was Kintaro. I was, I was honestly so close. Uh, you were really, really, really far. Um, Kintaro was, was really close. Okay, we talked no, about no. Kintaro, <laughs> and then you also appeared as Mortal Christopher in uh, yep. the Christmas special. Um, yep. So we've gotten a little bit of your history with Mortal Kombat before, so uh, we don't need to hear it again. The one um, thing you got to know about me is I love Jax. Those big, beefy metal arms, that was all I cared about as a kid. Go on. I thought you were going to explain that you liked the game Jax, like the one with the bouncy ball and the little metal yeah, yeah. things. <laughs> um, Nia, what's what's your history with Mortal Kombat? Um, I'm a big fan of Mortal Kombating. Sorry, I'm a big fan of Mortal Kombating. I like when they do the uh the fighting and the combos and stuff. It's yeah. it's really fun. Yeah. Have you ever played the game? Have you ever played any of the uh Mortal Kombat games? No, before? I have not. I not cannot. one? Not one. What about Tekken? No. Okay, Jasmine, what's your history <laughs> with uh Mortal Kombat? I just Googled it. <laughs> and um and you know i'm not gonna lie i'm a i'm a big gamer i never really played mortal Kombat. is snake is that a character because i play super smash is that a mortal Kombat character you were asking if snake yeah from super smash Wait, brothers a snake well, is a snake? character you're i assume you're <laughs> referring to solid snake yeah but that's not that's not the right game right because because super he... smash brothers they take characters from different franchises they do. They have yet to take any characters from Mortal Kombat. Okay, then Snake Snake is from Metal Gear Solid, which okay. I understand 
why he does would, look like a Mortal Kombat character. Uh, he would, he would, he could, uh, he could fit in. I could see him being a crossover character in a future game. Well, okay, because Mortal Kombat's an arcade game, right? I was a, I was a Time Crisis. Whenever I went to yeah. the arcade, I played Time Crisis. So I, um, yeah. my, my experience is very limited. I think I watched the movie at some point, but that's about it. Where right. movie? The one from a couple years ago. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, Mortal yeah. Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> the one, yes, the one from uh, twenty. Uh, 2020 blur yeah one of those years yes yeah yeah Yeah, that came out yeah um well great shane uh i am familiar with the theme song in terms of the podcast or to the video game series video uh, and there was like a wasn't it from like an old movie like wasn't there like a 90s mortal Kombat? there was a film in in the year 1995 and they had like a kind of a dance mix type oh yeah you better people got down i know about that Mm -hmm. also I remember like seeing the like going to arcades and like seeing the Mortal Kombat <laughs> arcade game and like like I have always wanted to like fuck all the dudes in Assassin's Creed. So like yeah. I all like, of them? Yeah, all of them. Every dude in Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Those are open world games. All We're talking them. about a lot of dudes. <laughs> all of them. So I like a dude in a hood with a mask. Yeah. Because I can project on him. Any face you want. Anything. And whose face <laughs> do you project onto masked ninjas when you Think about <laughs> fucking them in video games. Don't worry about it. Oh. It's mine. It's Ellie's. It's Ellie's. <laughs> it's mine. We all know that. That's going to be the Photoshop. I do a Photoshop every time I drop an episode. It's going to be Ellie Photoshopped onto Scorpion. Yeah, I support ninja fucking. Okay, this, so so house. so you're familiar with the soundtrack to the first game and with uh, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Ellie, what's your history with the video game series Mortal Kombat? So I haven't played the game, but there's that Nicki Minaj song, uh, Chang Li or something, and I work out to that, and that's about it. Wait, that is Chun Li, not in Mortal Kombat. She's from Street Fighter. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> I thought she was going to let Ellie out real quick. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's 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 that. I know that. <laughs> Everyone loves Chun Li. Well, okay, then I know absolutely nothing. Make me we the spent bad guy. two years Zooming together every day. And every time you brought up Mortal Kombat, everybody t- just tuned out completely. Wait, is wait, this wait, that wait, game where people do like a little sway and they goes, finish him? Is this that game? Yes, yeah. it is, Nia. Okay, I know that meme. I know that Gold like, um, like the, the gif where they do is Katana? Yeah. Is Katana Mortal Kombat? She is. Okay, there's a TikTok sound going around that says like, katana wins and then there's a, like a lady giggles in a sexy way why would that be going around on tiktok and that seems like know, a wildly specific girls show their manicures they with that sound there's like a shing like a like a sword being unsheathed that's sound kind of, that's f- kind of fun i guess if it's katana it's probably her fan blades of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well great so everybody has heard of mortal kombat or Street um, Fighter or Assassin's or, Creed. Or Street Fighter. I thought this was Street Fighter. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought this was Street Fighter. And uh, now I'm a little confused. It's not. Don't worry. By the end of this show, you're going to know more than anyone else you know about Mortal Kombat. Except for maybe uh, our, our old you. pal, Peter Hastings, who has also been on the show before. And I made him cover three characters in his episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Well, great. Uh, now that we've talked about everyone's relationship to Mortal Kombat, and before we do dive into the educational segment of the show, um, something that I forgot was a part of the show um, last week, but I'm remembering is a part of the show next week uh, or this week, and we'll also forget for the next th- few weeks because I already record those episodes, is that every season of Mortal Podcast, I like to have uh, a theme um, that kind of summarizes the characters that we're talking about that season. That leads to uh, a prompt that I can ask my guests to kind of just get the conversation going um, and put you in the mindset uh, of the character that we'll be talking about today. So the characters uh, that I'm talking about this season of Mortal Podcast um, are all kind of dealing with a question, which is if you could go back in time and change things, would you and how would you? It's something that every character uh, this season has to confront one way or another. Um, so I ask all of you, if you could go back in time and change one thing, what would you change? Stop 9-11. Okay, good answer, and I'm glad you said that because I was going to ask, oh, so you wouldn't stop 9-11 if anyone didn't say that. So um, (laughs) we're off to the races. Uh, You're welcome. All right, so so Chris already took 9-11, so. (laughs) Wait, you didn't ask me how I was going to stop it. Don't need to know. Uh, Nia, how would you, how would you, uh, what would you change? I don't know if I could follow up the 9-11 thing. Mine was going to be something really simple. Like I would have oh, gone out more in college. there are plenty of like, historical tragedies. Like, <laughs> you could also make it more personal. Mine was going to be, I would have went out more in college. But now that feels really yeah. shitty to say after the 9-11 thing. So. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it's okay. I mean, you know, your priorities are what they are. It's it's fine. Like it's uh, that's, your, that's your choice. Ellie? I would go back in time precisely 49 minutes or so and not spill water <laughs> all over my gaming PC or sprinkling water. Yeah. That's what I would do yeah. with my power. Fuck 9-11. Just to recap, you poured a full can of spindrift into your into the fans of your gaming PC. Into the holes. Into the holes. Into the into the In every hole? Like did you kind of turn it around like disk drive, like fan vent, like USB hole. drive? <laughs> the top holes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what I would stop. Is your your boyfriend currently trying to fix it uh, off screen right now? He is. And, you know, being with a computer science major, like this was the investment. I knew that it would pay off. And this is the payoff. Uh, Did he he launch into action like he'd been waiting for this moment? Um, Yeah, a little bit more because like I curled up into a ball. Um, But yeah, it seems to. I mean, there's definitely computers. Um, there's mm-hmm. parts. I'm seeing a screwdriver. I'm seeing dry. I'm not seeing a lot of water. So who knows? That's I'm great. Seeing- where you find out that he failed in school and he doesn't know how to put it back together. Yeah, he's panicking. <laughs> he's like, everything I've told her about my life is a lie. I am not a computer scientist. Oh no, she's gonna figure it out. You look over and he's got like Play-Doh and he's like trying to stick stuff together and he's just panicking, sweaty as hell. Uh, Jasmine, if you I could go been. back in time and change anything, um, what would you change? I would change the outcome of the 2016 election. So, Make Trump uh, win by more votes. Or right. I, Good follow up. I, wow. I would change. I would change the gerrymandering of it hmm. all. Um, yeah, I'm gonna talk like I. 100% understand all of <laughs> so it. So far, so good. Uh, you know, but it's I. You know, I feel like that was a big turning point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a big moment. I just wanted yeah. to. I wanted to find a moment that was as big as Chris's. Um, so, <laughs> well, now you're forcing people to have to think about that critically. Um, okay, <laughs> Shane. Okay, I have two answers. Well, I have like a Nia answer, yeah, and then I have like a Chris answer. So you change something in Nia's life? 
I like how yeah, we're Nia calling a Nia like is, is oh, a bad that's answer. That's the next round. Nia that's what a bad uh, answer. A brazenly selfish Nia so answer. Nia had like, and, uh, she yeah, had like I a guess. college regret. I never went abroad in college. Yeah. And I wish I had. Okay. And the reason I didn't was there was a boy I had a crush on and he was abroad. And I didn't want to go abroad when, like, when he came back. And that was stupid because he broke mm. up with me. Mm. Uh, men are trash. Uh, but yeah. my like. Big one would be I'd uh, punch Christopher Columbus's mom in the stomach. Yeah. You think that would be the most humane way to make her miscarry Christopher Columbus? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, fair enough. Okay. Well, uh, some great answers. Can I change um, mine? I'm going to change mine. I would wear more sunscreen when I was younger. I got really sunburned as a kid. Yeah. So I'm going to change mine to that. Wear more sunscreen. You invested in Bitcoin. I. invest in and then quickly extricate myself of bitcoin um chris i have a question for you which is do you like are you experiencing now in the present uh issues from not putting on sunscreen when you were younger or no just are you anticipating that like later on or do you just regret the amount of time that you spent like feeling uncomfortable because of your sunburns yeah it's that one it's that one (laughs) just a lot of really uncomfortable times as a kid is it related to your veganism that you are no longer resilient against the sun? Uh, I think I'm more resilient now. I was less resilient before. Right. Now he it's can all those damn sweet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> now he can photosynthesize. Is exactly. that a thing? Oh, he's I mostly yams. Mostly <laughs> yams. Chris just lies outside, slathered in in sunscreen, but soaking up the sun's rays to give him the uh, energy he needs it makes to live another powerful. day. Um, great answers, everybody. Thank you for participating. Hey, what about you? Have, you, have you answered this already? This isn't about. Um, so, <laughs> uh, next thing I'd like to talk about with you guys now that we've covered the prompt, which again, uh, sorry that it's not going to be in like the next three episodes that I've recorded already because I forgot. Um, the next thing I'd like to tell you guys about is uh, because uh, obviously your, your knowledge of uh, Mortal Kombat is uh, limited. All right. Um, okay. Sorry. I'm just it's still going. Okay. Is it still going now? It's over, No, right? but it, I kind of just faded away. Okay, yeah. Well, I deleted it, so there will be no more drums uh, oh, today because I had to delete it to make it stop. Um, I don't know how I turned on infinite mode, but I did. Uh so, uh the next thing i'd like to do is kind of give you guys just like a basis of um not just the lore for the character that we're talking about today but kind of just some basic lore of mortal Kombat as a, a franchise and as a story so that you can have a sort of base of understanding about the character that we're going to be talking about today and just as a reminder since there's a hundred of us um you know feel free to ask questions uh interject uh however you like chris you, you've been here before you get it um uh, i know it so, intimately yeah, you, you know how it works. Um, so so here's the deal. Uh, this is the creation myth of Mortal Kombat. At the dawn of time, there was the void. There was nothingness. Um, infinite space, nothing more. Except for the one being. The one being was like this big celestial god-like creature um, capable of creating worlds upon worlds and reality, etc. Um, now, this is something that will become important today and uh has no real clarity in mortal Kombat lore but uh after the one being or before the one being which i'll explain in a second there were the titans and here's where i'm going to kind of lean on chain who knows a lot of mythology stuff uh to fill in some blanks um so 
the Titans are kind of abstract. They were just introduced in Mortal Kombat, and the character that we're going to be talking about today is a Titan. Um, the Titans either existed before the One Being and have always been in the background and possibly even created the One Being, um, or they were created by the One Being. But the Titans were these beings that were capable of creating life but really were the arbiters of kind of abstract concepts they were like the titan of time the titan of like reality these sort of metaphysical things uh that define life and the titans gave birth to the elder gods who were sort of a more traditional pantheon of gods um that represented more recognizable stuff like you know the elder god of death and destruction the elder god of uh peace and tranquility um and then the elder gods uh, decided one day that they wanted to create corporeal stuff. They wanted to create some some real stuff. They wanted to create life. They wanted to create worlds. They wanted to create like dimensions, reality, tangible things. Um, but they realized that their energy was kind of feeding the one being. The one being had like made the titans, made the elder gods. Um, and was now kind of feeding off of their energy and was like, hey, go create more stuff so I can have more energy to feed off of. Uh, and the Elder Gods were like, fuck that. Why should we have a boss if we're capable of uh, making doing the labor to create things? Why do we need to be working for anybody? Um, so they made a bunch of daggers and they hacked the one being up into uh, thousands and thousands of pieces. And they turned those pieces into the realms, which are like different dimensions. So in the world of Mortal Kombat, Earth, the Milky Way galaxy, the entire universe as we perceive it is Earth realm, is one realm, it's one dimension. And in Mortal Kombat, there are people from many, many realms. There's a realm called Outworld that's like a crazy like Lord of the Rings meets Mad Max like fantasy world with like purple skies and desert wastelands and centaurs walking around and uh you know dudes in in loincloths like slaughtering each other and dragon people and Outworld uh has like its own you know they, it has various planets it has its own universe it's like a totally parallel dimension to our own there's a realm called Edenia which is just a bunch of hot wizards that live forever there's a realm called Veternus that's just the vampire realm there's a realm called Zatera that's the dinosaur realm just dinosaurs live there there's a place called the nether realm that's literally what if hell is a dimension and people just like hang out and live there and they just happen to be demons um so they created all these realms and uh soon enough the people in these realms uh started going to war with each other trying to conquer uh each other's they would inevitably discover that there were parallel dimensions inevitably decide they wanted to conquer those dimensions and merge with them um and uh, this is creating a problem for the Elder Gods because they were like, hey, if you really think about it, all the humans on Earth, all of the centaurs in Outworld, all of the dinosaur people in Zaterra, they're all like pieces of one person, right? They're all pieces of the one being because we cut up the one being and we made all these places. We made all this life develop. Um, the reason that everyone has a drive to conquer, Alexander the Great conquering like Earth to uh, a god emperor named Shao Kahn in Outworld trying to conquer the vampire dimension. All of that is in the background, the one being just trying to reassemble itself. And obviously that's a problem for the Elder Gods because if the one being ever reassembled itself, it'd be really pissed about getting stabbed to death. Um, now, really quick, I do just want to note, nobody has had any questions. Yeah, I just want to clarify. <laughs> no one's had a single question. Everyone's Everybody's following on board. They get it. all of this. If, I will say I like, I'm surprised. Like I thought, this sounds like Greek mythology. I thought there would be like 
more like Shinto involved in Mortal Kombat or like yeah. Eastern religions and things. There is that too, but like confined to kind of the East, like in our realm. And then there's kind of some Eastern um, vibes because obviously it's not it's not like Asia in Outworld, but there are uh, people who have similar like spirituality and similar gods that they serve. Um, but it's kind of a melting pot. Interesting. Yeah. Nia, uh, you had a question? Yes, I have a question. Why did they need to use the one being to create life? If I thought their whole thing is they could create life from like nothing. Yeah. It seemed kind of like a conscious decision they made where they were like, fuck work. Uh, but we do want to be gods. So and they murdered the their being. boss and they used their boss's corpse to make, <laughs> to, as like material to make uh, the universe. A second question is how, how is this like explored in the game? Because I feel like every image I've ever seen in this game is just two people looking at each other. So I'm like, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you know this? Uh, That's text. a great question. Yeah. <laughs> like, the the game is just two people like, looking walk, at each other. Like on the Z axis? Like, or is it just, we're just um, there have been modes of the games over the year. There have been like 12, 13 of these games, um, like mainline games. Um, and uh, they've had modes that are more like RPG-esque where you are like exploring the realms and learning more about it directly. But in the very early days when it was just like kind of a 2D fighting game at the arcade, they would straight up like have text. If like it's called a tract mode in an arcade cabinet they would have text pop up on the screen uh, enticing you to come over to the arcade cabinet that would kind of explain some of this stuff. And then as the games went on, it got into cut scenes in the games, like before you fight, like when you start the game and then in like story mode, um, the modern games, like it's like playing a movie, like you're watching a cut scene. And then when two characters are going to fight, you then play the fight. Um, so they get into it a lot more there. And then there've also been some canonical comic books as well. Okay. So, um, lots of different places. Okay. Does anyone have any more questions about the, uh, the one being the Titans and the elder gods and the creation of the various realms? So can you just really quickly like organize them by tier of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The the parfait of godhood. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. At the top is the one being. Okay. And then in theory, the one being made the Titans who made the elder gods, but something that isn't super clear yet is it's possible that the Titans actually came before the one being and just didn't make themselves known and either watched the one being like come into existence or kind of pushed the one being along to getting created. But since they gave birth to the elder gods in all likelihood, it goes one being then Titans because the Titans exist like in our realms, whereas the realms are the one being then elder gods. So one being Titans, elder gods. But now there's going to be another tier added, and that's just regular gods. Um, when okay. do the ninjas come in? They're soon. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so we got the we got all these realms right, and then over time, as life develops, uh, people in these realms are trying to conquer each other. Um, the elder gods are like, we can't have that because if the one being reforms itself, it will be really mad that we murdered it. Um, so, we need to find a way to stop them from doing this without taking away their free will. So they came up with a foolproof plan called the Mortal Kombat Fighting Tournament. 
they made it a law that if you if one dimension if one realm wants to conquer another realm they have to beat it in uh, 10 fighting tournaments in a row and that's the rule that the gods made honestly that makes a lot of sense the elder gods or the titans the elder gods the titans are kind of just chilling um not interfering or getting involved at all at this point so the one and the titans are basically like we're just watching hanging out the the one being is like he's scattered you're the one being the earth beneath our feet is the one being a centaur in other dimensions the one being yeah so like we are the one being um the elder gods are watching over everything and okay. kind of uh, quietly ruling without appearing before us directly. And the Titans are like not talking to anyone. They're just out there thinking about shit like time and geometry and reality and stuff. Okay. Physics. And sorry, the realms. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is the hierarchy of our, the realm of the game, or is this the hierarchy of every single realm? And these realms are trying to take over each other. Or is it just people in in one realm trying to take over? Does that make sense? So all the realms kind of try to take over each other. You know, you have okay. a guy in the nether realm. Literally, the god of the le- nether realm is Lucifer, and he's trying to take over uh, Outworld. And Outworld trying to take over Earth realm, and um, and the elder gods are watching this. Here's wh- here's where the okay. the uh, hierarchy of realms kind of comes in. So all the realms are on a level playing field, and the elder gods are watching over us. They decide to make the Mortal Kombat tournament. It's this new rule that all the realms are going to have to go by. Um, and in order to, uh, make that new rule work out, uh, they assign each realm a God. So now gods are now below the elder gods. So the elder gods are now making all these gods and giving one to each realm. So they say, I'm going to use the example of earth realm. They make Raiden and Raiden is the God of thunder. He can make thunder and lightning. So obviously that's not as powerful as creating life or controlling time. So that's where he is in the power, power list. Raiden is assigned Earthrealm. So they go, Raiden, you're going to go to Earthrealm. Your entire job is to protect Earthrealm. If another realm tries to conquer Earthrealm, it's your job to have picked out on Earth in that generation, at that time, who are the like 10 warriors that you're going to go draft to fight in the Mortal Kombat tournament. And you'll be in charge of like training them, bringing them into the tournament and defending Earthrealm. Every realm gets one. They say, Lucifer, you're going to the Nether Realm. They say, uh... Uh, Jer- Jared, Jared, one of those, one of those. You're like you're going to Edenia. <laughs> like, <laughs> Edenia's Jared? God is is Jared. Yeah, J A R O D. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that not as problematic fancier. as <laughs> <laughs> Subway Jared. Um, and then they, uh, and they, you know, they they send this guy Shao Khan, who's a real dick, to Outworld. Um, and uh, and so that's the deal. And then over you know millennia, like we live our lives in Earth realm, not realizing there are other dimensions that are uh, hungry to gobble us up and merge us with their realm. Um, and uh, there are some people among us right now who, at a moment's notice, could be drafted by Raiden to go fight in an interdimensional fighting tournament to stop us from getting conquered. Like Ellie. Yeah, Ellie. I feel like of all of us. I mean, like, do we? If we should took we a vote, vote right now, yeah, like, who we do we vote? think, out of the writers on the series Kung Fu Panda, The Dragon Knight, who uh, would get drafted by Raiden to fight in uh, a Mortal Kombat tournament? I mean, I feel like uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Nia. I feel like because you, you you're paying attention, you're looking for flaws. <laughs> yeah, and you took true. one Kung Fu class. 
Mm-hmm. And I do really good yeah. in kung fu class. <laughs> I, I know it's really good. Like, I was there. Ben has taken multiple kung fu classes, but I'm still picking. No, but Nia was a natural. <laughs> she had it. Yeah. Like it felt she right. Had it. I was like, oh yeah, no, I got it. Like. <laughs> I also saw Nia holding a pencil while Ben was describing everything, and I was like, is she yeah, taking she's, notes? She's taking she notes is. right now. Wow, yeah. Nia just held notes. notes. Wow, yeah, yeah she would. That's why I coordinated. That's group yeah. I don't know why life. you need to take notes. I feel like that was pretty easy to follow. God. All right. This is yeah. just this like is trauma. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> you you tell this story every episode. Yeah. Um. Some listeners have complained that I need to stop telling that part. I was gonna be like, and them I say, but it's fun. <laughs> does it but like, like fun for who? Does it get like um, religious? Like, like is I there feel a like Jesus uh, ninja. No. Because it's like, oh, the great one who, I mean, I don't know, religion stuff, but isn't that the whole like gist that there's like this big dude and he's like, here you go. And then he you like. God? You mean God? Yeah, if that's what you believe, man. Gods um, in the world of Mortal okay. Kombat are either fight trainers or people you need to kill. Right. But like the big boy, like the the the, the most powerful. The one being. The top, yeah, yeah. The one being. Like that would be like what we would are call people, God, I guess. Are you asking if people are spiritual about the one being? Or I'm if, asking if like, I guess like the mythology, like everything from it. Because I know like Shane was talking about like Greek mythology and stuff, but I'm mm-hmm. also thinking like what pieces oh, are, are the myths are from like religion. Exactly. Oh, I think she's Am I lost? Wow. Oh, no. Oh, really bounced. Well, she, she was gesticulating when I saw Spindrift. I'm dead. Go right All right. I take I'm back gonna, my Ellie vote. I'm going to assign one of you to text Ellie. Oh, she's back. Oh, Did you win? You know what? Cut it out. It's fine. It doesn't matter. I'm not Ellie kidding. is not Earth's Nothing champion. Well, Ellie, I, was, your, was your question... I'm not doing that. That's going to take too long. Uh, Ellie, would you... <laughs> <laughs> was your was your question uh, whether the creators of Mortal Kombat had a spiritual influence in the concept of the one being? Or I guess like has anyone else on the podcast like brought up religion and like yeah how I guess yeah yeah how did religion play into the uh, creation of whatever? I don't know. I don't have Nia's notes. That's a good question. Uh, I d- it hasn't necessarily been asked before in that way, but I think I've mostly had godless heathens on the podcast in the past. Could you get a um, priest onto the podcast? I should. I should that see if great. I can. That would actually yeah. be really great. I'm going to see if I could get like a youth pastor in here. Well, that's <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Ellie is a youth pastor. Uh, what's your perspective? I guess like, yeah, do you see, do you see like a Christian connotation in in the concept of the one being, I guess I see the like body of Christ of it all. Right. I don't know. I'm Jewish. Uh, I, f- I feel like this is a much more like hands off type. If religion is the right word, but like being right. right? Jesus like, is kind of handsy. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like, is that like specifically Christian? Cause that feels like shots fired. You know what I mean? I don't like know. that feels very, Christian they do make it pretty me, exactly clear from. that it's like literally like the devil. Yeah. One could assume that someone in biblical times accidentally found a portal to the nether realm, <laughs> saw oh, Lucifer, good. came back to Earth realm, <laughs> and was like, "I think if you die, that's where you go." I saw people screaming. So um, our religions were based off of the actual creation story of Mortal Kombat. I which think then so. Influenced us. Mortal Kombat I think so. hasn't been influenced. It influenced us. Yeah, I think that's so. That's what I was. Asking. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, are, are the characters on the show religious? Like, do they worship like the it's Earth game, realm? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a show. My God. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> no, not really. I wouldn't say that you really meet a lot. I can't think of any religious characters right now, but they're, I mean, there are characters that get culty about people who live in these realms. Like there's this guy, the dragon King Onaga that people get pretty culty about. Um, but he's like a guy. Well, he's a dragon. Um, so, uh, I don't know. There are presumably like regular religious people who don't know that God is fake and elder God is real. Um, but I guess, I guess I don't know. I guess, I guess we don't really delve into it much in the world of Mortal Kombat. If the elder gods didn't want the mortals or like the different realms to like connect, why even give them the option to connect? Like, why not just make it so like the realms can't connect? Because when he was like, oh, you have to win. Like, why would you even open yourself up to like, you can merge after 10 fight wins? I would imagine it was a surprise when the first like two realms merged. Cause I think that was like the one being having the will to influence the most infinitesimal life within the one being. Um, yeah, that's what I think. Shane, you're texting. What do you think? <laughs> but I'm saying, no, I'm not, I'm not saying like, why can the realms I'm connect? So sorry. <laughs> She's texting. Sorry. Can't talk now. Trapped by a nerd. Sorry, in garage with strange man talking about Mortal Kombat. So no. I was literally looking at my mom's Instagram post about James Conn. Oh, I thought you were going to say Corden, so I guess that's better. Uh, first things first, R.I.P. James Conn. R.I.P. James The legend. We do not know that he wasn't recruited and fought in Mortal Kombat and saved <laughs> our realm. That's very possible. I Actually, I changed my vote. Sorry, Nia. I vote James Conn. I asked him any Kung Fu Panda writers. Are we revealing that James Kahn was a writer on? He did some punch up, if I recall yeah. correctly, on episode seven, right? It's called script doctoring. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but James Kahn was a famous script doctor. I think he worked on The Master of Disguise. I think he worked on. Yeah, yeah. Pista- um, Pistachio Disguise was his. Ishtar. Was his yeah, that was his idea. Yeah. yeah. Speaking, though, of like writing and stuff, I feel like Nia should write the next Mortal Kombat movie because she's like taking notes. She's asking questions. She's, she's finding prepared. plot holes that she could literally fix. With I mean, Jeff. I feel like everybody here has been asking really good questions. And it makes me think we got to do like a premium member uh, special where we break an episode of the Mortal Podcast show that Jasmine yeah. wants to make because <laughs> she thinks it's a show already. What's everyone's rates right now? I and bet we all could, of us are I'm just sure we can raise the money. And ben, and ben just has to keep going. No, that's not how that works. No, we, no, can't. we can't do that. <laughs> I, I would just let it slide. All things work out in Mortal Kombat. I really think that we should do this. This should, this needs to be an episode of your podcast. Yeah, we need to break like a, a pilot of a Mortal Kombat pilot. And that's, a, that's the episode. There it is. We haven't even got to the character this episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. The What's your Make rush? Sure you like Shane, your... Teasing the audience, film. Shane. Shane, did your mom We're know weaving James a web. She did actually. Yeah. Oh well. Thanks, Ben. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry. Uh, he he was a great artist and a great fighter and a great yeah. friend. Um, I would probably pick Jasmine. I think she has it in her to take a life. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, what? so the whole like, the whole like, t- sorry, just go back to my question. The whole like, 
Okay. Jo- 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 wants answers now. Going, but back to the question. Uh, just get out of this question. It's a big question. If they don't want them to be able to unite, why? Why? Well, I don't think they know it was. I don't think they knew it was possible when they did it. I think they. I think it was a very short-sighted plan. I think they were like, we need an immense amount of energy to create realms upon realms upon realms of life that we can then rule over and, and, and kind of watch from afar and, and make rules for and enjoy because we're bored as shit. And it's like, this would be like the best TV show ever. I think, um, I think for them, they were like, they saw an opportunity. They didn't like having a boss. So they murdered the one being and they used the one being's energy. And then I think, you know, I think this probably went really well. They were like, oh, cool. Every realm has amoebas. That's tight. And then they were like, oh, cool. They got little weird, like wet legs. They're going up on land. And then eventually they turned into like hey, humans Jared. and dinosaurs. And they were like, hey, it's Jared. No, they made Jared. Jared was a god. I think, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. you know what? Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Jared was a king. So he was just like a hot wizard in Edenia. The, their god, I forget. Oh, Argus. Argus was the god of Edenia. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have an episode title for you. Yeah. Mortal con bat like james oh because of james con <laughs> everybody's face uh, is like what <laughs> yeah we were, we were all trying to figure that one out <laughs> combat is she having a stroke Holy it's not that yes. hot in the garage but maybe i should turn the fan on higher i had two um, ipas <laughs> what you're saying ben is that like they they're basically like energy executives uh, who were like, we need energy, let's drill, yeah. let's use this oil. If they had known about climate change, they wouldn't have done it. You but think? they didn't know. <laughs> yeah, you think that's... that's what you're, so that's like what you're saying? You don't think they do? Um, <laughs> you're just an innocent shell executive um, try, just trying <laughs> to make some <laughs> some energy for people, you know? Try to keep those kids warm. Let them run their heaters and then... For Jared. Uh, what? It's 2022 and all of a sudden people are talking about this climate change stuff? Um uh, yeah, I think I think it was an oopsie, and then I think they had the option once they witnessed the first time a realm conquered another realm, and they're like, "Oh fuck, you can merge these things." Oops, I think then they definitely had the option of saying like, "New law, if you even try it, I kill you." But they seem to have made the conscious decision to say instead, um, "We want to see what it would be like for them to have free will, so instead we'll just make it very very difficult to do that." Um, What's like the hardest thing we can think of? Oh, winning 10 fighting tournaments in a row. That's like basically impossible. Yeah. Winning eight, yeah. nine. Sure. But 10, no way. Ten? Imagine getting an eight Where? and then losing. And now you got to start again at like zero. Like they it have to be consecutive, right? It happens. It happens pretty often in Mortal Kombat, actually. <laughs> Who was the first person to win canonically? The first person ever to win? Yeah. Like all 10. That's a really good question. If I had to guess, Chun-Li. I would say it was Chun Li. I would say it was. <laughs> I would say if I had to guess, it was Thanks. Outworld because Outworld has a specific situation where the god who was assigned to like protect Outworld and recruit warriors was this guy Shao Kahn, and he pretty quickly was like, "Oh fuck that! I'm gonna take over Outworld and be the king and like just rule over people and have like concubines and do weird like genetic experiments and shit." Um, and Wait, so I just Googled Shao Kahn. I'm super into him. Yeah. I thought that would probably be the oh case. My God. <laughs> He's a Shane type. Wow. Yeah. Five stars. Big yeah. thirst trap energy. He's, He's like shredded. He wears a diaper. Basically. He has a big war He's hammer. He's got like a samurai skull helmet. You had me yeah. at a diaper. 
for sure. He has a skull. <laughs> oh, and he's got a big uh, I forgot hammer. about your diaper thing. It's been so long since we talked. Yeah. Those little babies, in. they need help. Ooh. Oh, I, I don't know how to fight in a tournament. I forgot the wool about I mean, now we're getting into babalities. Hold on. Now we are. Yeah, there are. That is actually a thing you can babalities. do in Mortal Kombat is you can turn someone into a baby instead of doing a fatality and killing them. And it's called a babality. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. I love this. I'm back in. I'm it actually has in. a really good sense of humor. This, this series. You can also do a friendship where you just become best friends instead of. Oh, that's sweet. Killing the other I person. I do like this. That's a lot for me right now. But I do like the mythology of it. I kind yeah. of. I think I was confusing it with like Street Fighter, which I was like a, has a very simple kind of. Yeah, fuck Street Fighter. It's wow. a bunch it's of bullshit. It's a bunch of stupid, level... stupid bullshit. Yeah. This is like like this podcast is the Silmarillion. <laughs> Of, yeah, of it's very Silmarillion. Yeah, yeah, it's like the Valar. Yeah, I did have the creator of Mortal Kombat, John Tobias, on the show, and he hit you um, in the face. No, he complimented Didn't me on, know as much as on how much I know about Mortal Kombat. Yeah, <laughs> yes, sense. Chris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I didn't think that much about it. He well, he also stopped working on the games like four games yeah, in, yeah. so he was like, Oh, really? Huh. That's a weird thing they decided to do later on. Um, to me, it was just kind of punching and kicking. No, actually, I will say to his credit, it was it was it was like this from the beginning. He said wow. his biggest influence was like Star Wars, and he had like all this vague mythology from the very first game. Pretty tight. That rules. Yeah. Um, I love calling your shot like that. That's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So to, to generally answer your question, I think uh, probably Shao Kahn because historically speaking he has always been at the forefront of trying to conquer the realms. It's also possible that it was Onaga, the dragon King who actually came before Shao Kahn. Uh, he was the King of outworld that Shao Kahn like overthrew. Um, and Onaga very specifically like had the one being's voice in his head and like thought he was the second coming of the one being. So it's also very possible that he was the first. Ooh, I'm into Onaga, but I'm more. A lot into of people Shao are. Kong. You could find some real solid Onaga porn if you look for it. No, thank you. <laughs> for whatever reason, if you search like Onaga images, you will you will stumble onto some stuff. Oh, yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Stumble. <laughs> you see it. You're looking Whoops. at it right now. If you, you search pornography notes. Yeah, yeah, and no, I can I can definitely share it with everyone. Uh, link to that later. in the podcast notes. That's how I get that canceled. Guy, right? Like, yeah, he was our, back. he was our, he was running the writer's room. And then all of a sudden he was sending us all these new dragon pictures. Yeah, and um, I'd never and seen the power dynamic. I didn't before. feel like I could say no. And uh, <laughs> We're all like, what's uh, that? Anyway, for it's the been about 45 night. minutes. Let's talk about the character that we're talking about today. Great. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ah, so, uh, her name's Kronika. Kronika is the Titan of time. Nice. Kronika uh, thus is the Titan who controls literally time. She, she straight up by hand weaves uh, everything that will happen that any life in reality will do. She's basically writing it. She's essentially a writer. Um, and uh, she specifically birthed. What two, uh, she's in the uh, <laughs> TGA. Oh yeah, TG. Yeah. Time Titans Guild, Guild of, of all time and space. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, okay. she I'm she's googling her. Oh yeah, she's cool. She she's uh, bald. She's got a big gold plate on her head. She uh, she wears a cool like white flowy suit 
gown kind of situation and uh her arms and legs kind of like fade in and out of this weird celestial kind of look um it was somewhat of an influence on some characters in uh kung fu panda the dragon knight that uh we can't talk about anymore but you'll see um that uh we'll talk about it later um (laughs) You can edit this Just out. the the little celestial thing. It comes in. You'll see. No spoilers. So, no spoilers. No spoilers. Um, so uh, Kronika birthed two elder gods herself. Um, Shinnok, who was evil and is the uh, he's the one elder god who was like, fuck that. We should rule over Earth realm um, and we should rule over all the realms and like fuck with all those people. It'll be fun. Um, and Cetrion was uh, her daughter, um, who was the nice elder god, and she uh, was the one who personally banished Shinnok to the nether realm, where he was imprisoned by Lucifer uh, for uh, going against the will of the other elder gods who were like, we're not going to get involved in the matters of life in the realms. Um, so Shinnok and Cetrion are Kronika's son and daughter. Um, Kronika's whole thing was that she was trying to weave a perfect timeline where good and evil stayed balanced forever. And that's part of why she created her son and daughter. Cause she was like, I got a good one and a bad one and they will always oppose each other. And there will All always be balance. Do. That's every, every parent has a good one and a bad one. Oh, hey, mm-hmm. like my family. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Most of us have siblings. Are you the good one or the bad one? I'll go first. Bad. Chris. Good. Nia. Nia? I am the good one. Uh, <laughs> Jasmine? You can tell because she's so humble about it. Yeah. I'm probably the bad one. Uh, Ellie? Good turned bad. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And Shane, as an only child, you kind of get to be the daywalker, huh? I am all things. I am everything, a everywhere, heaven, all a at once. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> I contain multitudes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, everyone's got a little Shinnok and a little Cetrion in you, but uh, truth is, as they always say, you're either the Shinnok or you're the Cetrion. If you're not the Cetrion, <laughs> you're the Shinnok. Uh, I wish I had the drum sound effect. I ruined it when I put it on Instagram. <laughs> uh, um, I have to talk about time. Shao Kahn again. We'll, uh, well, we There's won't actually get him. to him. We'll kind of get to him. There's a whole episode, yeah. If you want to hear a solid like two and a half hours on Shao Kahn, uh, I believe good. Jonah Ray came on to talk about Shao Kahn. Or you could play one of the Mortal Kombat games. Or you could just watch um, Mortal Kombat. Uh, Is he in the new movie? He's not in the new movie. He's in the second film, um, which I do think you would enjoy. Uh, from 1997, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Um, and he's uh, played by a man with a very, very large chin. So what? I feel like you would he's definitely also your type in that I could see him splitting wood with his hands. Um, which I feel like is kind of the Rosetta Stone of of what you're into. I like that I have a brand. Mm-hmm. A big boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, wait. So hang on. This is the movie that's got the great line read that everyone talks about. Yes. Too bad you. Mother, you're alive. Too bad you will die. Correct. That is from uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, Princess that. Katana says that to her resurrected mother, Sindel. Um, which is bitter irony because today we're going to be talking about a resurrected katana. Um, <laughs> drum sound effect. Uh, 
Sad horn sound effect. <laughs> I have that on my mixer, but I always forget how to access it, so I can't do it right now. Um, so Kronika has a son and a daughter. She's got a Shinnok and a Cetrion. She's trying to make the perfect timeline where good and evil are always in balance. She enters our story when uh, two things fuck with her job. First of all, uh, Raiden, the god in charge of protecting Earthrealm, um, fucks with time. He reaches a point where uh, Shao Kahn, actually, Shane's boyfriend, um, is about to merge Earthrealm with Outworld, destroying Earthrealm irrevocably forever. And Raiden's whole job is to protect Earthrealm. So in a last-ditch effort before getting his head smashed like a watermelon uh, by Shao Kahn's Warhammer, he sends a message back in time to his younger self uh, to create some changes through time that'll avoid the situation that he winds up in and that Earthrealm winds up in. So Kronik is pissed about that because suddenly Raiden has taken it upon himself to change the timeline, to rewrite her script. How did he, um, how did he send a message back in time? Uh, he's got like an amulet. Hey, wait, Kronika controls time or she is time? She controls time. She very literally stands at a really big hourglass and waves her hands around and that controls time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, but she has to be wearing her special crown. We'll get into that in a second. Um, so uh, so Raiden has fucked with time because he's changed the timeline to protect Earthrealm. He's just doing his job, but now he's also stepping on her feet. She, now he's doing her, her job. Um, additionally, in creating a new timeline, he creates a timeline that leads to him killing her son, Shinnok, and thus bringing imbalance between good and evil. Um, so after all this, Kronika's pissed. This guy fucked with her job. He murdered her son, and he's imbalanced good and evil. And so she's like, I need to make a new timeline, erase all the shit and start over, because he fucked it all up, make one where my son is alive, um, for personal reasons, but also so that there's balance. Um, and you know what? In this timeline, there ain't going to be no Raiden. Dude's done. He won't even fucking exist. And so that is the mission that she has when she enters the story of Mortal Kombat. So she's kind of a villain. She is literally the villain of the most recent Mortal Kombat game. Because when I Googled her, she just kind of looked like a little little Echo Park girl. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's interesting that she kind of, you know, she's like, pure white she looks very like clean and tidy um but uh nope she's bad and everyone she recruits gets this like shiny white like very pure like clean looking outfit and uh and they're also evil mm. so she's a gentrifier yeah so she yeah. is an echo park girl yeah. <laughs> well you know it's arguable because in, she also created all of reality so she was here first um but then Whoa. she went away. Whoa. And now she's come back after people have kind of like created their own lives and cultures. So I don't know. What is that? Also, I didn't really see her as a villain because her son, like she just wants her son back, right? And this like also this is restoring balance. Like Yeah, she created know. balance. Kind of see it. We're, we're gonna get into the yeah. like pick a struggle. Like are you <laughs> Are you not care about your strength? I thought he was on timeout with the devil. Yeah, 
Well, you know, him being in timeout with the devil is kind of like a temporary thing. Okay. Um, so it's like, uh, you know, now the good has a little bit of balance, but evil will come back later and it'll be kind of, but now that he's like been decapitated, it's like, that's not going to I have a question. Yeah. Is this a universe where like you said Chinook is his? Chinook. Chinook, my mistake. <laughs> Uh, so is he like dead dead or is this like a world where like you die but like you regenerate um you know it's a little confusing because uh they show his decapitated head and he's all like so it seems like he's not like dead dead but he's for all intents and purposes like dead he can't do anything he's he's like a head he can he can't even like talk bummer yeah but wait his head is still around yeah okay I don't know why it's around a lot. His his mouth kind of moves, his tongue hangs out and he like looks around. How does, uh, how does Cetrion feel about her brother and his head? She has a very interesting story, which we'll get into in her episode. But, um, Cetrion is very like, she is, she kind of serves two masters. She is, she has a duty as the elder God of like peace and balance to kind of maintain that. And so she's very like, you know, good hearted. Like she, she doesn't like to see suffering. She doesn't like to see strife. Um, but she's also very devoted to her mother. And so in this particular story, her mom decides she's going to basically come down to our realm and say, everything you've ever done in your entire life, every single person, I'm taking it all away. And I'm starting from scratch. We're literally, I'm rolling everything back to the primordial days. So she's like, oh, you met the love of your life. Oh, you finally got that job you wanted. Oh, like you have a a proud family, like ancestral heritage. I'm erasing all of that shit and starting from scratch and creating like a new era is what she keeps calling it. So um, she's about to create unbelievable suffering. um, And that is hard for Cetrion to swallow. But she also feels very duty bound to do what her mom says is the right thing to do got it who's suffering in that situation like you you don't know that you had your if you went back to like back to the like amoeba days like nobody's like missing their family you didn't know this <laughs> family. you're an amoeba now no but if True. somebody came to you like tomorrow and said i'm going to erase all of reality and everything that ever happened to you and i have no guarantees that in this new timeline you'll exist let alone have all the things that you have now and even if you did like you wouldn't remember like life's gonna end for you right now um why does that sound great yeah i was gonna say that sounds kind of interesting might be be if you didn't tell me like and then it's gonna happen immediately like if you told me like i'm gonna come back next week and do it i'd be like oh that's jacked up but if it was like right now right now like i don't know the difference i'm not gonna be an amoeba like ah i could have been X, Y, and B. Like, <laughs> Mia, amoeba. Just an amoeba. In the soup. Okay, yeah, that's the actual. <laughs> I want to be an amoeba. All of us as amoebas. <laughs> Episode title: Amoeba. Um, I mean, it, it. Unfortunately, what happens is it kind of she kind of does come down and say like it's going to take me a few days. Dang Additionally, it. I will say like. <laughs> But what's Here's time to her? Why does it take her a couple You know how big of a party everybody would throw, though? You'd be vibing. The other thing Nobody's you have to take work. into account, too, is, like, the reason she's doing this is because things got too good. Like, good won, and evil was vanquished, and oh. everything was, like, working out. And I so she's coming here and out. saying, like, there's not enough suffering because my son is dead. And so evil doesn't have, like, enough of a hold. There needs to be balance. There needs to be good, and there needs to be bad. Okay. You take them both and then you've had, you have the facts of life. And so, um, 
she, uh, you know, people don't love that. People don't love that. And people who have been loyal to Raiden don't love that she's like, Raiden explicitly will not exist. Um, Because they're like, well, Raiden's been protecting Earthrealm for forever and he didn't do anything wrong. He was doing his job. So it's a complicated situation. Um, Does that mean that in the new timeline, Earth has been destroyed by Outworld? Was that the one? Didn't hadn't they gone up in fights before and they had like just barely won? Well, because okay, of so, so maybe because here's what happens is she she comes down to Earthrealm. She needs to be on our corporeal plane. I don't know why this exists, but you have to literally travel to the Nether Realm, which is the realm that's hell, and cross the Sea of Blood to get to a place called the Keep, where the Hourglass of Time is. You have to wear, you have to have like unbelievable soul energy, like a special magic that lets you harness the power of the hourglass. So right now in like when she comes down to our corporeal plane, there's only one object that has that kind of power and it's a crown that this guy named Shang Tsung used to have. He was a wizard that loved to gobble up souls. And so she, she literally needs to get this crown from Shang Tsung's island, which is an island that Shang Tsung used to own. That's the name of it. She has to go. She has to get this crown from this island. She has to then go to the Nether Realm because that island's an Earth Realm. She has to then go to the Nether Realm, and then go across the sea to the Hourglass, and only then can she actually make this new era. So she knows that as soon as she comes to our reality, people are going to try to stop her. So she needs essentially an army to like watch her back and collect these kind of things for her, so that she has the ability to create her new era. I'm starting to see the Kung Fu Panda parallel. Yeah, it's there. Hard to avoid. Yeah. I was just plagiarizing the game pretty much day in, day out. You all just yeah. let me. I'm realizing yeah. we're all going to get sued. It's no, great. I kept pitching this character, Chun-Li. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we got to get Chun-Li in this guy. Oh, but Nicki Minaj owns her. What are we going to do? Yeah. I have another question. Mm-hmm. So... Why do I want to keep calling him Chinook and Cetrion? Yeah. Question. So, who's their dad, or did she just like create children from herself? Uh, she just made them. Hot. WandaVision. I guess. I guess the way that it worked is she was like, when she was fucking with the hourglass, she was like, "I'm gonna put in a grain of Cetrion and a grain of Shinnok," and then they appeared, and she was like, "You're my." My good boy and my good girl. Not that she fucked an hourglass. I don't think she fucked the hourglass, but I'm also not ruling it out. Hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also not ruling out that she did it like recreationally and that it did not. <laughs> she really likes the hourglass. She like talks about it all the fucking time. She won't let it go. Um, <laughs> uh, so she's obviously, she's got like a big deal ahead of her like Raiden's gonna find out the second she gets here that she's trying to undo time and erase him and um, she's gonna bring Shinnok back in this new timeline so all the people who just put a ton of effort into like defeating him and saving their realm are gonna be like no and try to stop her so she's like I need an army so she recruits a lot of very morally dubious people and makes them a lot of really fucked up promises to get them to work for her about what they're gonna get in the new era um, in order to get them to sign off on her creating a new timeline and that's where it's like okay you're really crossing a line here so first she says to cetrion why don't you go to shang Tsung island uh and get me the special soul crown cetrion is like the other elder gods aren't going to be cool with that 
And uh, Kronika says, well, we're erasing all of time anyway, so why don't you kill them? And Cetrion's like, you want me to kill all of my fellow elder gods? And she's like, yeah. And Cetrion's like, okay. And so she goes and murders all of her co-workers, kills the entire pantheon of elder gods. Um, and then she's like, now Cetrion, go to Shang Tsung Island, get me the special crown. And Cetrion's like, yes, mom. Um, super traumatized <laughs> by what she just did. And since, uh, since we're with all of our coworkers, I guess this is another time for a question. Have you ever yeah. wanted to murder all of your coworkers? Yeah. Would you, if your mom asked you to, would you kill everyone on this podcast <laughs> on this right show. now? <laughs> all right. Nia, if your mom asked you to murder all of us, would you do it? <gasps> Latricia. First every time. Yes or no? No. Chris? She seemed like she was thinking about it. She was. I was, I was no, like, no you way. really like your mom. No, there's no way I would do it. Easy. Because <laughs> like you'd it's, go it's to jail. really easy for me, Nia. I wouldn't I'm do it either. by how hard it was for you. I wouldn't do it either. <laughs> oh, okay, Jasmine. Now, I feel like you're making up ground here. <laughs> My mom would never ask because she's a lovely lady. But in question. this scenario, she does. So it's very unusual. <laughs> so and you're, you're maybe asking yourself, like, is her. there a good reason? Okay. I'd, yeah. I'd ask what's wrong with her first because, um, okay. yeah. But she's... you'd be considering it in the background. No, she's she. It's not I, off I the would table. do something wrong. She's she's a lovely lady. Okay, my mom's the best. We did note that that Jasmine has killer energy, so it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Nia, did you write down that Jasmine's mom is a lovely lady? No, I was told that my notes were not necessary, so I stopped writing them. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you feel self conscious about just, the notes. I thought it was good that you okay, were writing them. That's cool. I'm just joking. I'm, I'm still writing them, but I wanted it to be noticed that I did not feel appreciated in the notes that I was writing. Uh, Ellie, uh, if your mom asked you to, would you kill all of us? I don't blood? do most things that my mom asks me to do. And also, like, my career is, like, really important to me, you mm-hmm. know? And Great answer. I just feel like, no. And then if you guys were like, you have to kill your mom, I would be like. Wow, we didn't even ask you. But now you're considering that. We, See, that was not mom, even on the table. The and you're <laughs> already wondering if maybe it should be. No, 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 no. You, just put, he, you just offered that up. Yeah. But here's the thing. If my mom was listening to this, she would be like, yep, good. Be ambitious, get it done. So yeah, you know. yeah, Respect. yeah. I hope I hope everyone's moms listen to the show. Uh, Shane, <laughs> your mom's already having a hard time with the James Con of it all. So yeah. if she asked you, like, if she was saying, "I'm feeling raw right now because of <laughs> because of James Con," could you murder all of your coworkers from the last show that you worked on? Would you do it? Depends on the department. We're talking about okay. us. We're talking yeah. about oh, oh specifically people. the writers' room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh no, you, you guys are cool. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> now all the departments are like, which department? Which department? Um, keep them on their toes. The comments, which department you think Shane is ready to attack? It's the mocap. We had real, Sorry, we Seth. had physical actors <laughs> act out all of our scenes with motion capture. It's like the original Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the British people. That'd be a really good rumor to start that this show is entirely mo-capped yeah. that we did. Like, we did it. We did 10 months of like principal photography like, <laughs> yeah. in a studio. Um, we brought Jan- John Favreau in. He quit immediately. And we said, I guess we can figure this out. And I think we did a pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah. He said, this isn't chef too. I was lying yeah. to. He hung out by crafty eating pistachios and occasionally said, I'd probably make it a little brighter with the lights. Cause it's not going to register. <laughs> I would um just a shameless um self promotion if anyone needs mocap in 
anything, I'm willing to do it. It sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> but you don't have experience. You're just saying like you would, you would be willing to. I just, just want to put a bunch of ping pong balls on you and just see. I want She's between shows. She just wants to put little dots on herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear and you. I, yeah, and I just like want to like pretend like I know how to fight or do whatever uh, mocap they require me to do, and yeah. um, it just seems like a <laughs> badass job. I, you right. know, I I back you up on that. Hire Jasmine for your mocap. Maybe yes, you should hire you. Jasmine. She doesn't have the experience, but she has the spunk. Yes, yes. and she's, she's about to be right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should, she should call her company No Cap Mo Cap because she's got her business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I haven't done this before. <laughs> you need to trademark that right now. <laughs> get it, get it, get it. <laughs> T-shirt. Uh, honestly, good name for business. Um, where were we? Uh, Cetrion's killing all our coworkers. Uh, and then Kronika's like, I also need like an army to watch my back. So she goes to the Nether Realm. And recruits uh, basically the king and queen of hell, um, which at this time is Liu Kang and Katana, who are willing to help her out because they used to be the heroes and champions of Earthrealm who were trained by Raiden. But because of uh, some mistakes that he made in this timeline, they both died and they both blame him for it. And so they are now like the king and queen of hell ruling over a bunch of demons in like a hell castle. And uh, so when Kronika shows up to them, they're like, yes, absolutely. We will help you make a new timeline where we didn't die tragically and Raiden doesn't exist. Is it like, is it like a marriage of convenience or are they actually into each other? They're deeply in love. They're like the most star-crossed lovers in all of Mortal Kombat. It's like a tragedy where they can never Aww. just like be together. I'm back um, in. I'm back in. And, uh, and this is like one of the few times that they are together for an extended period of time, but it's only as like they rule undead hell. revenants who and they want to really feel that. Oh, they just feel God. rage. They just feel negative oh. emotions. Mm. And so the love isn't there. Um, but there is a really beautiful result that comes out of actually Kronika's story, which um, I'll, I'll throw it in at the end so that, you know, cause I, I, I really love their story. It's really nice. Um, but at this time, they're the king and queen of hell, and they've been recruited by Kronika to uh, erase all of time. Um, and so they're like, yes, we'll be there. Our revenant army of dead friends will be there and a bunch of demons and like bats and shit. Um, she <laughs> also recruits the Black Dragon, which is a mercenary group that operates between dimensions. They like sell rocket launchers to like wizards and like sell vampire swords to like the US military. Um, so they're like, yeah, we'll do it for a price. That's uh, Kano. He's Australian and he runs the... Wait, the, the U.S. military Flawless. exists in Mortal Kombat? Yeah, they do. And they get really involved in like uh, other dimensions business. Honestly, not like the, out of Like the real U.S. military. Yeah. <laughs> Is Hillary Clinton there and does she say Pokemon Go, go to the polls? Yeah, she says Mortal Pokemon <laughs> go to Outworld and stop Shao Kahn. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if they've ever, ever mentioned a single president in Mortal Kombat. What you do get is uh, the U.S. Special Forces and the Outer World uh, Investigation Agency, which are two U.S. military departments whose jobs is to deal with uh, other dimensions. She actually does recruit somebody who worked for Special Forces, this guy named Jax. He was a soldier uh, who worked for special forces and was a part of the first Mortal Kombat tournament that uh, became, that was like in, he was a part of like the first Mortal Kombat game, like that tournament. Um, he lost his uh, arms um, and has robot arms. He uh, also spent some time as an undead zombie in hell, but was rescued and restored to like life. 
Um, but he's like really depressed and traumatized by all the things that have happened to him. Obviously he's not happy with the way that his life went, even though he was one of the good guys and his daughter is currently, um, fighting on the forces of good. She's currently a member of special forces. She was actually part of the team that killed Shinnok and he wants to protect her and is very afraid of what will happen to her. So she comes to him and is like, help me erase time and create a new timeline and I'll make it so that you and your daughter are safe. And he's like, all right, I'll sell out all of my friends um, in order to do this because I'm very traumatized and afraid. Um, that is so hot. Oh, can't believe you <laughs> that. That's, uh, that's Chris's favorite dude. Chris is, yeah. Jax is uh, Chris's Shao Kahn. Yeah. For Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am into the like the amount of like sad boys that are into this. There are more sad boys than I thought there were. It's a lot of it's pretty much wall to wall sad boys. I'm back in. Who have <laughs> a lot of love to give and don't know where to put it. Love it. Yeah. So our question about the game itself, though. So mm-hmm. how many of these characters that you've brought up are actually like playable characters? Um, all of them. Oh, okay. So like. Gods like Pro- elder gods can fight like just normal like people you know like isn't that a little they, bit of a it's very new that an elder god is play so in Mortal Kombat four that was the first time any of the elder gods were ever in the game and it was Shinnok and he was like the main boss of that game this is Mortal okay. Kombat eleven and um and you can play as Cetrion you Shinnok's dead so you can't play as him uh, and you can play as you can't play as Kronika, actually. Um, so okay. there are Elder Gods in the game. They can just fight. They are extremely powerful, but there's kind of reasons that they can be defeated. Um, and then, because this is the storyline of the most recent game, um, it is very literally like an extremely high-budget, like AAA story mode where all of the story that I'm telling you um, is like very well produced lengthy cutscenes, Um, and the way they do the story mode in the most recent few mortal Kombat games is like, you'll do chapters from different characters perspectives, like the game of Thrones books kind of like goes round Robin. Okay. And, um, you'll kind of follow a section of their storyline in the story of that game. And you'll, whenever they have to fight, which is often because it's mortal Kombat, you'll just play that like match. And then when you win, it goes to the next like cutscene, the next like part of the story. Okay. So it's there's really no cool. like, RPG element. It's all just like cutscenes and fight. There isn't in this game. Okay. But there is like an adventure mode that's more Zelda-y where you go around solving puzzles in like a 3D on on Shang Tsung Island. And that doesn't it's kind of RPG-esque. It's I guess it's more like a Metroidvania, honestly, because you go around, you get like things that let you unlock other areas of the island. And and the whole point of that is to get like that's how you earn other costumes and and bonuses and secrets and stuff, but it's really fun and really well produced. And then there have been modes in previous games where the story mode was more RPG esque, kind of more of an action RPG where like you'd talk to characters, you'd go places like my favorite realm, the chaos realm where up is down and down is up. And the, uh, the national sport is called everybody run around and there's no winner or loser. Everyone just runs around. All right. Because as you're yeah. describing this, I like want to play the story. You should of this game. Like I want to play. I want to like cost like four dollars now. It's it's like right. pretty cheap. All right. Uh, you should. It's really cool, and I think you would enjoy it. Okay. And then we can this play is Mortal what Kombat. This podcast was for was just so you could get one other person to play with you. It's working. And it's working. I don't need anyone to play with me. I'm not like good at playing the game. I play for the story. <laughs> <laughs> 
but Jasmine has, has been established often, uh, likes to play games and likes to play hard and, uh, <laughs> yell at people and make them feel small. So I want Jasmine to play Mortal Kombat <laughs> so that I can finally experience, uh, just me yelling at you experience it. Okay. 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 So, so Kronika, uh, has recruited Jax. She's recruited the black dragon. She's recruited, uh, the Kings and the King and Queen of the nether realm, uh, as where, well as their nether realm army. Wait a um, second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nia, every time you yawn and I, I looked up Jax because I'm following, I'm following along. And oh, you Jax is yeah. a black character. And so when you said yes. he's recruited Jax, the black, and I thought you were going to say the black guy. Oh. <laughs> wow, man. Why is that the man. only person yeah. that you were like, yeah, Classic. you know, the black guy. Yeah. He's, he's you know, coming the one. Sorry, my <laughs> autofill was autofill was going crazy. I was like, wait, wait, wait. This so would be, this would be a <laughs> wild time for me to reveal that I'm just horrifically racist. I knew it. Oh, it's a chicken time bomb. Um, is Jax the only black character? He's the only black I've seen. He's so not. Well, he's not. Like, okay. Wait a minute, Ben. <laughs> there is. Uh, there are more, uh, and I feel like it would not help to just start naming all the black people <laughs> I can think about. Here I have other black Mortal characters, Kombat, but uh, there are other black characters. I promise. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Oh uh, no, there are lots. There's um okay. <laughs> There's the black dragon, pretty sure he's <laughs> I'm fairly certain everyone in the black dragon's white, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. All right. So she's she's recruited these mercenaries. She's recruited hell demons. She's recruited Jax specifically, which felt very targeted. I think it was just a way to fuck with the good guys because he is like a part of their team. Um he's a crowd favorite. And then finally she decides she needs more help. She uh, brings heroes and villains because she's a time time person back from the past. People who have tragically died in Mortal Kombat lore um, to basically say to them, hey, you're dead. Welcome to the present. Um, if you want to be alive in a new era, you're going to join me. You're going to watch my back and you're going to help me create a new era. And some of the people that she brings back include Shao Kahn, who at this time is dead. Yeah. But she's like, hey. Your dad, you tried to conquer the realms, didn't work out. If you help me, I'll make a new era where you take over Earthrealm. So yeah, she does totally sell us out. And he's like, okay, I'll do it. Um, she brings back young Liu Kang and Katana and says, your present day versions are dead and miserable. Will you help me? And they are still so good of heart at that time that they're like, we don't care if we're dead. We will not help you. We're going to stop you because good deserves to always win. We're little sweeties. Mm. Um she brings back all sorts of people, bug lady named Devora, this like Western gunslinger guy named Aaron Black, a bunch of people who are dead. So she brings back all these people from She was waiting for it. <laughs> all right. As you were. <laughs> <clears throat> so she's got this big old army and they're watching her back, but she's also accidentally brought people back from the past who are like, even knowing that I have nothing but suffering uh, and death ahead of me, I will not sell out the world being ultimately a better place um, for my own well-being, and I'm going to help the good guys. So there are these two forces forming um, 
that are ready to do battle against each other. The people that are like, I got to stop Devora. I've got to keep the world good. And Devora, or sorry, stop Kronika. I got to keep the world good. And Kronika, who's like, I got to reset time. Um, it becomes this protracted battle that travels all around the realms. Um, while Kronika is basically just trying to get to her hourglass to kind of like wait it out. Um, she gets to the hourglass, but as she does, uh, the good guys manage to defeat the black dragon, defeat the time displaced army. They defeat Shao Kahn's army and they come to stop her. And they're now led by young Liu Kang and young Katana. So she's kind of foisted by her own petard. Um, and, uh, in the final battle, Liu Kang makes it all the way. He, he kind of faces Raiden and is like, so Raiden, you wind up killing me and I wind up becoming the God of hell or the King of hell. That's like really fucked up. And Raiden's like, yeah, I'm sorry. And, uh, Kronika makes them realize that in every timeline she's ever created, she's pitted them against each other. Um, so they're always destined to kind of be against each other. And Liu Kang decides, uh, to kind of show humility and Raiden decides to give up his power and they actually merge. Raiden gives up his godlike powers to Liu Kang and says like, I'm sorry, I have regret about the way this timeline has gone. You should never have died. I should have trusted you and been kinder to you. Um, I regret that you're the king of hell and I wish that you could have been with Katana. I'm giving up all of my godhood to make you powerful enough. You're going to be the person to defeat Kronika. And he sends him, sends Liu Kang into the hourglass room to fight Kronika. Did that, did that fight between them, was that like canonically a friendship ending? Uh, no, that like happens in a cutscene. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it would be amazing if you fought that fight and it ends in like the friendship. <laughs> uh, I guess in theory it does because you fight that fight and there's no fatality, there's no finish him. It just goes to, and then they, and then they make, they have this realization. There's like a cool cutscene where you see them fighting in like a hundred different forms across a hundred different timelines. It's like, it always ends this way. And so Raiden's like, so the solution is to not fight. I give up everything to you. I trust you, Liu Kang. You're my friend. It's like Ben and Chris. It's exactly like it's Chris like and I were eventually in about five minutes when Chris has a heart out, he's going to give all of his power to me and I'm going to be able to answer questions on his behalf. I trust you, um, Ben. Mm-hmm. And I will abuse that trust. And <laughs> in every timeline you do. <laughs> every timeline. This is how it goes. This is how it has to go. <laughs> so, uh, so Liu Kang runs in there and Kronika's like, Cetrion, daughter, I, d- I insist that you fight Liu Kang. And Cetrion tries to fight Liu Kang and to Kronika and Cetrion's surprise, even though she's an elder god, she can't do it. She can't beat Liu Kang, even though he has lesser power. And it's because her heart isn't in it. She's like, I'm not a bad person. I don't have it in me to like ruin all these people's lives just to make this like clean slate. And you've made so many like sacrifices morally to get what you want. And it really feels like it's more about you. And so her mom is like, fine, if you don't have it in you to fight them, uh, give me your life and give me your energy so that I can erase time myself. And Cetrion uh, is like, my mom's asking me to do something. I'm going to do it. And she says, okay. And she just gives up. And, uh, and Kronika full on like eats yeah. her daughter's soul. And uh, wow. yeah, Sheesh. pretty, pretty fucked up. <laughs> and that gives Kronika the Would power. Would you feed your soul to your mom? Let's go round <laughs> robin. <laughs> Quick round robin. Chris, if your, mom, if your mom said, Chris, I need your soul and I need your life force in order to reset time. No way. No way. Easy answer. Just no way. No. All right. Lightning round, Nia. 
Yeah. Jasmine? Yeah, I love my mom, so yeah. Okay, Ellie. Oh. <laughs> no, I would turn it around and say, I actually need your soul. Can I have it? And then I have wow. double souls. <laughs> double That's soul. kind of cool. Shane? Yeah, I'm with Ellie. I would eat my mom's soul. Okay. Sounds good. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> So Kronika eats her kid, um, and uh, Liu Kang is like, now I'll fight you. And Kronika says, too late. I got daughter juice in me. And she uh, erases time. <laughs> she pulls it off? She does it. She like fully she erases. It. Is that like she, the end of the game? <laughs> it kind of is. She erases all of time. And uh, the only person who is not affected by it is Liu Kang because he's there. So while she's building a new era they start to fight through like dinosaurs through like oh, space tight. and like dimensions forming. Um, and with the uh, power of Raiden within him with his spirit to uh, basically the fight at this point is just like, who's going to be the new Titan of time. Who's going to control what this new timeline looks like. And uh, Liu Kang fully murders her. He like, he 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 hits her so hard she like turns into like crystal and rock and he fully like sh- breaks her arms and head off <laughs> and she shatters into a zillion pieces and gets sucked into the hourglass and dies. Now does she, does do her pieces become realms? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. This is like All the right. most recent game. Is it's there possible. like a finishing sound in Mortal Kombat? Like when you do that? Uh, it's not like a finishing sound. It's like at the end of a match it says, "Finish him" or "Finish her" or "Finish them," and uh, and then you can do a fatality where you gruesomely dismember the person you're fighting. Rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So that is the end of Kronika's storyline is that she does succeed in erasing time, but Luke Kang now becomes the new keeper of time. time. Yeah, he becomes the new Time Lord. Um, and the one nice little nugget is he gets to have a katana with him. And so they finally get to be together and it's for literally all of eternity forever because together they're going to create a new, hopefully good, Timeline. Whoa. Wait, yeah. where was Katana? I thought he was the only one who had this certain effect. He makes the conscious decision now that he's in charge of all of time to basically create her right away and have her uh, with him. And she accepts, hopefully. I don't know. Does he make Raiden too? <laughs> She's like, I don't know who you are. Oh, it seems like you're uh, pretty clingy. Mm. Wait, does he make his bro next? He actually Raiden is somehow there at the end. Um, and he's like mass or he says, uh, Lord Raiden and Raiden's like, it's just Raiden. Now I'm no longer a God. Well, so I'm just he lost his title. Just he- like Poe in Kung Fu Panda, the dragon <laughs> knight. Not a spoiler. It happens in the trailer and also in the pilot. Boom. Um, uh, Chris, wasn't it a dragon warrior? Uh, no, he became a dragon master in a previous show movie. I don't know. He was a dragon master. It was the third movie. He became a dragon master. He becomes dragon master. So anyone who complains is wrong and we're right. It's canon. (laughs) Also, you're wrong. DreamWorks paid for this, so they decided it was canon. Um, this this podcast is coming out after the show's released, right? No, I'm going to put this out the Monday of the week the show comes out, which is a few days from when we're recording. Like can't talk minutes. about redacted. Um, we can't talk about anything that's not in the trailer, I guess. Unless you just want to like see what happens. Bears. <laughs> May May. What about that sweet May May? Oh, May May. Yeah. Can we tease our May May arc? <laughs> May May from Kung Fu Panda 3 does not appear in the series. <laughs> However, that Ben uh, knows of. 
our our uh, text group our text group does have May May in it because we have a lot of plans for May May in the future. Specifically, Jasmine does. <laughs> I I uh, you know I won't reveal uh, what I want for May May. It's just that she gets her she gets her due. A little and context, Jasmine, if you don't mind, for the viewers who haven't seen Kung Fu Panda Three. Who's May May? May May is uh, a panda from Panda Village that is voiced by Kate Hudson, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Kate mm-hmm. Hudson. And, and Chrissy, uh, Chrissy Metz in Pause of Destiny. Oh, and Chrissy mm-hmm. Metz in the show. Uh, and uh, yeah, she she's like um, she's like a ribbon dancer, right? And then she she's just um, delightful. Slash ribbon fighter. Kicks yeah. a lot of ass in Paws of Destiny. A yeah. lot with her ribbon, just like trolling people. A ribbon's yeah. a good weapon. People yeah. don't talk about it a lot, but it's like a really good weapon. Yeah. We need to stop erasing ribbons, specifically. And she's a post simp, as people <laughs> say in the comments on YouTube. <laughs> um all right, well, that's the end of Chronica's story. There's a little coda, it doesn't really matter, but there was like a little side story that came out after the story mode where some other people went back in time to get the crown because they were like, oops, no crown. We need that to make a new timeline. And Chronica found out about it, but then died before it really mattered. So it doesn't matter. Um, so that's Chronica's story. So they're just done with the game then? Uh, yep. <laughs> it was pretty final. They're not going to make any more. Ben, when was the last time you played 11? Like how, how much of this is fresh in your mind and how much of this is like, I had to do my research again. Uh, I do have my notes, but I will say most of this is fresh in my mind because it came out right before the pandemic so it wasn't that long ago oh, okay. well or was I, that a long time ago i don't know anymore i feel like i don't know like i played the witcher i, I played yeah. the witcher over uh the the pandemic and i don't remember really what happened. <laughs> i'm not even gonna lie i yeah, just feel- all i remember about the witcher is i put hundreds of hours into it and i didn't get the ending i wanted Oh, well, okay. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Oh my gosh. People are going to be mad at me. I cheated. I wanted, I wanted a specific <laughs> ending and I made sure I got it. Sound off in the comments. If you're mad at, uh, wow. mad at <laughs> uh, drop your threats wow. in the comments. If you are yeah. mad, at you can tweet at Jasmine, uh, to let her know, uh, she can eat shit in the comments. Um, any final thoughts on, uh, Chronica and the, in the larger Mortal Kombat story? How do you, how do y'all feel about Mortal Kombat having come in only known, uh, Chun-Li? <laughs> I want to play it now. And Snake. Yeah. I and Snake. <laughs> is there a two-player mode? Can Ellie and I play this together? Uh well, you can fight against each other, but you can't play the story mode together. Oh. But you can you, like can, you can absolutely fight each other. Yeah. It's like made to be a multiplayer game. Okay. I mean, there's a vibrant online community. Including downloadable characters like the Terminator. Um where I'm actually in that DLC. When you play as a Terminator, if you win, uh, Terminator's screen comes up showing all the people he's killed before, and I'm one of the names. Wait, if okay, we so killed him, does that mean we kill you? Um, yeah. No, I think he already killed me. Can I think canonically no, in the does. world of Mortal Kombat, no, but, the Terminator... But we killed him, and he killed you. Oh, yeah. like, like and if you die in the game, you die in real life situation? No, like, it's like, well, I killed the guy that killed yeah, Ben, therefore I killed oh, Ben. Oh, does that mean that... Yeah. I think it would mean that you could... Kill the king to become the king. I think okay. it would mean that you you would have been able to. Yeah. Oh, I already know Wait. that. So, yeah. Like Terminator, like Schwarzenegger Terminator? Yeah. Okay. Using oh. downloadable content. They have a lot of guest fighters that pop up. Is Mario one of them? He's not. That but, would be um, the Joker is. <laughs> you know how they do like a Marvel versus Capcom? They should do a um, Mortal Kombat versus Super comic Smash. Comic book Joker? They should. Um, people always ask for Scorpion to be in Super Smash, and they never do it. They did have Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, and it wasn't very good, but it was kooky and fun. 
I would love to see, um, so far I have, uh, I feel like related most to Katana. I would love to see her in Super Smash. Katana's super cool and her story in Mortal Kombat 11, which I didn't get into a lot here, is extremely cool. She like unites many like cool beast like creature armies in Outworld and leads like a rebellion. Mm. So yeah, I'm I, a huge fan of Kataru. And is the queen of hell. There's two <laughs> Katanas. Yeah. I'm into this. I think the mythology is super cool. I'm way more into it than I thought I would be. What what's the thing that's like making like like why don't the movies work? Like why doesn't it like work as a narrative? Um I think a lack of focus is part of it. There are obviously a lot of characters. Like I gave you a great in-depth story that was a sing- focused on like one character. They can't do that for a Mortal Kombat movie. They have to have like 10 characters because mm. it's but- an adaptation of a fighting game series. Like when you play it, it does not feel like it's about one person. It feels like it's about many people going through many things all at once. Like if you play the game, one of the main characters is one of the most famous celebrities in Hollywood, Johnny Cage. He's like an action movie star. Amazing. Is like one of the main characters in the game. Like stories very different from Chronicas. So I, I think it's like, it's really hard to focus on one clear and coherent story. They tried doing that with an original character they made up for the most recent movie. And that was also hard to do because he did not fit organically into the story. So they had to change a lot of stuff in the lore in I order th- to make it that. Yeah. I feel like they need to make this like a TV show. Cause I feel, I mean like uh, Ellie and I were just talking about league of legends, you know, there's like a million characters in league of legends and they made arcane and they had like, they, they, I feel like they had a lot of characters in that show. And I'm mm-hmm. still like, you know, you got, it was good. And I, I mean, like, they were you know, choosy for sure. Yeah. 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 I, I will say the first Mortal Kombat movie is great. It's like really good. Okay. I'll um, watch it. But that's because it's basically just Enter the Dragon. If you replaced, like, the lead, the lead, like, trio in that movie is a Shaolin monk who had been raised from birth to fight in the Mortal Kombat tournament who's never met like anyone outside of like the Shaolin temple before. And uh, he has to team up with a Hollywood movie star (laughs) and a soldier, this woman, Sonia blade. um, And the three of them have to basically travel to an interdimensional fighting tournament. And they're all fish out of water. So like that movie is, it's such a great setup and a great way to do it. It's like focused on a more narrow ensemble, but I think that movie, I love that movie. It's really good. It's got a lot of fun practical effects and it's kind of cheesy and doesn't take itself too seriously. And it has some really terrible mid nineties, uh, computer effects. Nice. Check it out. Also scratch my, um, arcane, uh, esque adaptation. It needs to be a, this is us esque adaptation, family drama. Yes. Love it. You know, like going into the past, 800 seasons, how it affects the, how how it affects the present and then how it eventually affects the future. Just, yeah. Get into how how it affects hell. And yes, Mm -hmm. all the realms. I do want to see all the realms, especially chaos realm, the hot topic of realms. Ben, if you were to, um, if you were to be given the keys to the Mortal Kombat Kingdom, what would you do with it? With your like unlimited budget? A really good job. Wow. <laughs> okay, Shao Kahn. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to me, there's two ways to do it. It's either you are committing to doing like a lengthy series where you can really explore many different facets and many different characters in this way where it's like you'd pick a few characters to focus on for a stretch of time. You'd kind of switch gears. People would die because it's Mortal Kombat, people would live on, you'd follow them. Um, or if like they really, if it was a movie, I would hyper-focus on one story. And if I had to pick one, it would probably be the story of the two brothers who at different times went by the name Sub-Zero and their tragic relationship to another ninja, Scorpion, and the relationship between their clans 
and how they were both manipulated in different ways by outside forces from different dimensions, but they're just a ninja clan from China and a ninja clan from Japan. Um, and it's really interesting. Nice. There's so much more lore than I realized, and now I'm interested. There's a lot. I love I me a, some lore. I have a really Ben specific question. Mm-hmm. So Mortal Kombat Scorpion and the Rock Scorpion King are yeah. both hanging <laughs> off a cliff and you can only save one. Mm, don't do this to me. Um, <laughs> this and is you the cannot, most Ben specific question. Yeah. You cannot kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like you have to pick one. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'd go with both. You can't do that. <laughs> I'm both it. Oh, I can't, can't oh, do that. Um, you gotta choose. And it's, uh, yeah, there's like someone with a gun waiting off a cliff. <laughs> scorpion, yeah. Wow. Damn. I love the Scorpion King, but he's not even like top three uh, mummy franchise characters for me. R.I.P. Benny number one. Benny one. Yeah, Benny's number one for sure. Oh, okay, for I have sure. one more. Uh, I have one more question. Yep. Uh, if you had to assign a Mortal Kombat character to each of us, hmm. Rapid fire. Can oh I boy. get Citrion? Can I get Citrion? Plus Ice Queen? Can I get Citrion? Don't give her Citrion. Uh, I don't see you as a Citrion, to be honest. Um, you're more complex than Citrion she, is. She's and, too good. And, and wiser, yeah. I would say, uh, going in order of looking at my screen, Chris would be... Chris is a kind of a Liu Kang in a lot of ways. <laughs> Liu um, Kang? Yeah, Liu... Kang. Um, oh yeah. In other ways, he's kind of a snake. Um, huh. I would honestly, <laughs> Kintaro is not like a bad character for Chris. I know there's a character Chris came on and did on the show, but like, I see it. Um, I would pick Mortal Christopher, my canonical character within the world of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> well, you guys will get to a make true your characters in a second, um, so maybe you'll have your own answers. For Nia, um. Cassie Cage, I think, uh, who's always coming up with the the quippy one-liners and puns, um, but is also like uh, a young like go-getter who just like can get shit done fast um, and knows what she's doing. I mean, yeah, you were you were a writer's assistant on the show, and now you're already writing on another show, um, and you're like 17 years old, so. Um, your little embryo cassie cage was defeating elder gods when she was like i don't know 23 so uh yeah i think i think cassie cage jasmine hmm it's really tough with some of the characters because it's like personality wise yes but if you google image search them it's like what if boobs was a person so i feel a little weird like <laughs> some of these characters that's jasmine you, but, but what I mean, if we want like, the heavy naturals you know like yeah yeah, no. yeah. Like, who's got big the naturals, realm of big naturals. <laughs> what if we want the mommy milkies like it's i would <laughs> say uh for jasmine maybe natara the vampire who's extremely uh driven and can fly off the handle um, or possibly, <laughs> um, people who listen to this are just like she's not someone I want to meet in real life. Jasmine <laughs> like, is delightful and also presents herself as like you don't want to play video games with her because she'll say things that will wound you emotionally <laughs> yeah. there's, there's an episode that you'll get to when you watch our show uh, specifically designed around that personality and it was a really fun Jasmine episode so yeah one of many little teaser 
Um, Ellie. Honestly, maybe Johnny Cage. Wow. Hollywood. Hell yeah, I got a freaking huge Hollywood dong. Ellie, Ellie does have That's big like dong his tagline. Ellie's so charismatic. I just feel like I I see it. I think, yeah. Um Shane. Hmm. Uh-oh. I mean, I feel like there's the Shut Shane on. you are and the Shane that you uh, like to, you know, there are two all the stuff you like me. is so not who you are. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I feel like it, the truth is maybe like, maybe like Kung Jin or Kung Lao, both of whom are very much like aware of and fans of like the history of the many warriors who've come before and are like fucking pumped about becoming a part of that story. Um, yeah. Nice. I think I feel comfortable with that. Yeah. These are so nice and thoughtful and I don't know anything about mortal combat. I mean, I know what you said, but I think that Ben, you are mortal and combat. Yeah. You're both of them. Wow, thank you. You're yeah. mortal combat. That's really huge. Com- well, <laughs> While we're talking about who people would be in the world of Mortal Kombat, I mean, I feel like that's a really good launching point to jump into uh, a segment I like to call Choose Your Destiny, because that's what it's called, in which I ask you, the guests, uh, if you existed in the world of Mortal Kombat, who would you be? What would you be? Now that you know about the many realms and the gods and the elder gods and these factions, like Chris created a character of his own called Mortal Christopher, who, if I remember correctly, was just a guy who, when he sneezes, accidentally creates portals to other realms. <laughs> yes. But if you also recall further, at the end of the 40-minute description that I gave you of this character... It was 40 minutes long. You find out really that it up. He's, he's a tiny shard of the Kamidogu dagger, and yeah, that's why that he has the power to, to go between realms. Being into realms. Yeah, yeah, he's a little metal shaving that came off of the dagger that split the realms apart. So, that, But he's... But in personality, he's a real wimp. Yeah, I was like, everyone else is a part of the one being, but Chris is a a fleck that flew off of the The weapon that was used to split the one being, so he's able to to cross realms. Okay. I don't know, pretty cool character. That was was what Chris made up. (laughs) Um, So first off, Nia, beat that. Am I like first on your screen? You are, yeah. And then it goes you Nia's being bullied. I, the, uh, my option is either to go Chris Nia or Shane, who's sitting physically next to me in the mm-hmm. garage because I reached my limit of people I could uh, Zancaster with live. Rich. Yeah. <laughs> my character's name. It has one. Um, you also don't have to have a name. Okay. It could also just be like, I'd be a vampire. Um, that's like fine too. Okay. I'd be um, a character that could turn into like animals and stuff like that. And I wouldn't. So you'd be an animal uh, shapeshifter. Yeah, I'd be like an animal shapeshifter. I wouldn't want. I would like. uh, I would use the animal powers. I was going to say I wouldn't be for anybody, but that's a lot. I would use the animal powers to get the one up. But almost in like a sneaking people type of thing of like you'd be like, oh look a dog, and then you like get attacked by the dog and you realize it was me. And so I'd use it as like a sneak attack. 
Or like, nice. oh, look, what is that, a fly? Bam, got your ass. Like it. <laughs> Sneaky dog princess. Come yeah. through, insect. So I would, yes. yeah, I would use, I would use that. It wouldn't be- I think that fits. Like there are bug people, but it sounds like you're made of more than bugs. In- There's also I'm, I'm any animal that I want to turn into. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There are also like there are animal shapeshifters. I guess like it's like so yeah. Are you from Earth realm and you can turn into yeah Earth animals, or are you from like another realm? Do you turn into random animals that we don't know about yet? Um, dragon, narwhal. I'm from Earth realm and I can turn into Earth animals, and I kind of like just nomad go across the across the earth just turning to different animals and like vibing killing people if i need to type of thing yeah 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 unicorn <laughs> unicornia <laughs> my jokes are unicorny so it uh it works <laughs> you're going to unicorny jail bonk jail <laughs> bonk <laughs> uh, um Okay, good answer. Good answer. Uh, Jasmine? Um, I would be a character that plays video games all day. But like it's it's like those video games where it's 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 sort of like a voodoo. So from video games, right? Or no, like, are you from ne- like the game I, dimension? I think I'm from so the nether realm. This? I know nether I think, realm. I think I'm in the nether realm. I think I'm like I, you know, like voodoo dolls or like the fates and they can like snip yeah. your lifeline or whatever. Yeah. I feel like I'm playing that, but like a video game, but it's actually affecting what's happening in the earth realm. But mm-hmm. I'm not like fully aware of it because I'm just like playing a video game and having fun. But like I suddenly can take control of a character and make them make choices. Oh, like Sims. Yeah. You're playing Sims. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing Sims, but I'm also playing like. Bioshock or The Witcher or whatever, where like the um, choices affect the end, and it's like, or is, is this affecting yeah. the people involved in Mortal Kombat? Or are you just like vibing in the <laughs> Nether Realm as a demon with like a video game console? And mm-hmm. like, is it other demons that you're affecting, or can you go to different realms in like your game? I think I can go to different realms in my game, but it's it's sort of like, oh wait, uh, it's it's Doctor Strange uh, spoiler, but if you watch Doctor Strange, sort of like that, like I'm. I can't realm hop myself, but I can start affecting other realms through my powers. But I right. am stuck Remote. in the nether yeah. realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anytime I can't get people stuck in the nether realm, that makes sense. Anytime yeah. you can get girl. Like, oh, that was out of character. That was probably because Jasmine's character took over yeah. for a second. And, and I think the that. characters that I control are like people who have a moment of crisis where they like let their guard down a little bit and then I can take control and then mm-hmm. I make their choices for them. Right. Okay. I don't okay. know if that's at all fits the uh, theme or like vibe of Mortal Kombat, but I just want to play video games. Great. Great answer. <laughs> uh, Ellie. Okay, I was born ready for this. Okay, first off, Jasmine's power. I'm getting girled from the Witcher through you to come to my house and strangle me. Um, but <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, I, but that's Jasmine's power. So my power is so I'm the little stinker, L I L stinker, little yeah. stinker, right? And then my whole thing is like, if I like kill you or maim you or whatever, I go, oops. Or do some other sort of little stinky comment. Yeah. Like, oh, my bad. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but I'm also like, 
but I'm also really lethal in this. So it's like, oh shit, you got a machete through your head. Ooh, like, did I do that? But something that's not copyrighted, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's um, the little stinker. It, it's part of your powers, though, is like whenever you like hit someone or maim them like really severely and you go, oh, sorry, everyone's like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, they're like, look at that, look at that. It's um, America's sweetheart or the the many realms sweetheart. Aw, just let her let her do her thing. Classic little stinker. Cla- this is classic her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great, Shane. <laughs> I really like little stinker. Um, so just to keep it within the Mortal Kombat verse, I liked when you said there's like a hell realm. And there's a dinosaur realm, so I'd like to be the dark queen of the uh, dinosaurs in hell realm. Mm-hmm, it's just like mm-hmm. dinosaurs that are on fire and are screaming constantly. Yeah. My husband is a T-Rex. Okay. And uh, yeah, he, but he's also on fire and hot. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> just screaming fiery dinosaur queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I got right now. I like how instead okay. of dragons, you were like, no. Flaming dinosaurs like that. No, just yeah. Well, cool. You crafted a whole realm that's like it is a it is a dinosaur realm, like Zaterra, but <laughs> everyone's <laughs> on fire. Also, if your husband is hurts. a if your husband is a T Rex on fire, you're fucking these dinosaurs. Yeah, is what I'm gleaning from this. Yeah, listen. Yeah, don't hey. question me, little stinker. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> Uh, oh no great answers one and all um i think that i would like to see that game um where there's the flaming dinosaur queen and the little stinker (laughs) and the game the gamer who has a game that controls other people but she's doing it remotely Um, and then just like one sweet animal shapeshifter paladin (laughs) and mortal christopher of course um well that's that that brings us to the end of our show um a choose your destiny for the ages, uh, which leaves us with the question: If people want more uh, Chris and Nia and Jasmine and Ellie and Shane in their lives, where can they get it? Chris? Oh, Chris bounced because we're recording this too late. So you know what? You don't get to find. If you need to find Chris, you have to come through me, and that's your only way to find more Chris in your life. Uh, but he's also just going to plug. Uh, watch Kung Fu Panda: The Dragon Knight. Coming to Netflix Thursday, July 14th, internationally, um, it's a damn good time, and we worked hard on it through some of the most trying times uh, in in our lives and also maybe human history. Um, Nia, where can people find more Nia? And do you have anything to plug? Um, I will also plug Kung Fu Panda and the Dragon Knight, and mm-hmm. you can find me on Twitter at B-E-Y-A-H underscore in at Nia underscore in. Yeah. That's where you can find me. Great. Jasmine, do you have have anything to plug? I um, worked on a show called Kung Fu Panda, Dragon Mm. Knight. Uh Uh-huh. It's coming out on Netflix. I know this is, you guys are hearing this for the first time, so bear with me. Uh, On July 14th on Netflix. Uh, And it is, as Ben says, a damn good time. And uh, where can people find more Jasmine? Um, you can find me on Twitter. Where can uh, people hire you to do mocap? Uh, you can just DM me on Twitter. Um, and uh, I'm also available for voiceover work. Um, I'm voice acting work as well. 
Um, I've never done it before, but please. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure she can do it. What's your Twitter uh, handle? It's L underscore Jasmine. E-L underscore Jasmine. Jasmine with an S and ends with an E. Just in case you need Ellie. to know how to spell that. Ellie, you got anything to plug? Hey. Hi. <laughs> I know that listening to this, you were like, oh my gosh, I like really want to read a book right now. So I actually have a book of short stories out. Isn't that wild? It was released in 2020, and I wish I could go back and rewrite it now, but that doesn't matter because, hey, you, you're going to buy it anyway. Yeah, you are. I know. You're going to Amazon right now. <laughs> it's called <laughs> It's called Rags to Rags. Um, it pays for my iced coffee, so please buy it. It's short stories. It's really short. Um, and, yeah, I wrote on Kung Fu Panda the freaking Dragon Knight. Whoa, they're making a new Kung Fu Panda? Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, I'm, I have a lot of issues with it. Like, I okay. really want to see the Furious Five. And yeah, where's like, Tigress? Questions. Where's Tigress? Where's Mei Mei is my main question. <laughs> um, But yeah, and hey, if you want to hire me, uh, hit me up. My Twitter is Ellie underscore Guzman. Um, and Great. yeah. What's your social security number? My social security number is 999. Mm-hmm. Nine. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me do that again. Nueve, nueve, nueve. Nueve, nueve, nueve. Nueve, nueve. Nueve, nueve. Nia, did you get that? Yeah, I have it in my notes. On your notepad? Okay. Yeah. Just going to steal my $5 uh, that I have in my bank. Uh, Shane? Hey. Um, uh, Kung Fu Panda, the Dragon Knight. It's a hot commodity with gorgeous CG animation. Maybe two bears will become friends. Maybe not. We don't know. We don't Good know. Question. Sorry about it. There's no friendship in our show, and there's no friendship in our room. We all hate each other. Where uh, where can people get their Shane Lynch fix? Because you know you want more. Actually, don't perceive me, but uh, if you have to, for some reason, my Twitter is uh, at Ms. Shane Lynch, which is M-S Shane, S-H-A-N-E, L-Y-N-C-H, and uh, it's just me being horny on Maine. So, sorry in advance. Daddy- Daddy Shane, I am perceiving. Do not perceive. perceive. <laughs> I will. I'm uh, too late. <laughs> uh, well, cool. That's it. Uh, you know where to find me. Uh, listen to the show at Ben Meckler, et cetera, et cetera. Please watch Kung Fu Panda, The Dragon Knight, coming to Netflix July 14th. We worked really hard on it, and it's good. Um, that's it. Thank you all for joining uh, for this very, very special episode. This is very fun, and I'm glad that you all are going to play Mortal Kombat 11 now. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, audience, for listening, and as always, finish him.